Welcome to the Mrs. Rev Podcast, where we equip and empower you to fulfill God's call with joy and with purpose. Get your Bible and get ready to take some notes as we jump into another episode of the Mrs. Rev Podcast with your host, Pastor Joey Miller. Hey, and welcome to the Mrs. Rev podcast. I'm so glad that you are joining us today. I have a special guest, Pastor Sandy Garcia from the Power of Love Church. I'm going to introduce you to her in just a minute. But before we do, I want to encourage you to uh, share this podcast. If you're listening on YouTube, welcome as well. Subscribe to this podcast, and we're happy to have you. Also, screenshot it if you're listening to one of our episodes and tag us at Joey Miller at L Ministries. We'd love to hear what is ministering to you. Also coming up, we have some events that we want to share with you. We have our Chick Church that is going to be coming up the first Friday in December. Um, So don't miss out on that. And then actually tonight we have special guest Hosanna Wong that's going to be with us uh, November the 8th and 9th right here at Champion Christian Center, Washington. So don't miss the Devonair night event with, with Hosanna Wong. It's going to be an amazing night. If you haven't already, grab your Devonair magazine. The fall edition is out. So if you haven't subscribed yet, you can still catch the fall edition or you can save it as a Christmas gift for somebody that you love. You can give them a subscription. So don't miss out on that as well. Well, right now we're going to jump into the words. So grab your notebook, grab your Bible and a pen. We have a hot topic we want to address uh, for you today. And that is the topic of women in ministry. It is a topic all over uh, the Christian circle right now lots of debates. And, you know, I feel like it's kind of just uh, leaked into the church world, the already feminism movement that's going on in the world. And so I wanted to address it from a biblical standpoint. Obviously, this podcast is called the Mrs. Rev. So obviously, I'm a woman in ministry, but I didn't want you just to hear from me. I wanted to bring on uh, the podcast one of my dear friends who I love and respect, Pastor Sandy Garcia from the Power of Love Church in Houston, Texas. She has been a pastor there for eight years, not a pastor. She's actually the lead pastor of Power of Love Church. Um, and so I wanted to, to have a conversation with her uh, about the topic of women in ministry. If you want to follow Pastor Sandy Garcia, you can check out thepowerofloveChurch.org. Also, you can find them on Instagram and Facebook. So check them out. You will be so happy that you did. But thanks for having us today, Pastor. Well, thanks for being with us. <laughs> thanks for having us. <laughs> Thanks for having us today, Pastor Sandy. So, so uh, why don't you go ahead and, and share with our listeners just a little bit about yourself and your ministry? Well, first of all, I want to say thank you, Pastor Joey. It's such a great honor to be here with you. Well, not there with you, but yeah. here. You're sitting, you're there, but thank it's so you. awesome that we can do this. And I just want to say thank you for having me. I love you. Um, You've love impact, you. impacted my life, but you know, I am the lead pastor of the Power Love Church. I've been a pastor for eight years and I am a woman, so I can share a few things that would help others. And, uh, you know, the Lord has done amazing things throughout the years. Um, So, you know, that's been great. (laughs) That's been great. So uh, we're going to dive into a little bit of what the Bible says, you know, just about women in ministry and things like that. But before we do, let's hear your story. Like, how were you called into the ministry? How did that all happen? You know, it's your... Uh, it's one thing for women to be in ministry, but like you're like the pastor of the church. So share with us a little bit of your story. Well, you know, I was raised, I was raised in church. My parents um, are believers and, um, and, and, you know, 
I mean, it's like, where do I start? But just, just a little bit of, of, of what the Lord did in my life and how I received the calling of God. Um, you know, I was actually a runaway at 15 years old. Um, and then, uh, I, you know, began to do kind of, you know, uh, George, my husband now for 25 years, <laughs> it's crazy awesome. to say. Yeah. But, um, you know, we kind of began to do our own things. Um, like I said, I was raised in the church, but at the age of 18, these are significant years that I can remember in my life that had to do with the calling of God and how I knew God uh, uh, had called me or was calling me. At the age of 18, that's when I got pregnant with my first child. And uh, I remember uh, feeling a tug to draw near to the Lord. All those seeds that my parents had sown into me, you know, the Bible says that the word of God never returns void. Mm -hmm. And so they were in me. They were instilled in me. And though, you know, the life at that moment that I, that I had, the route that I had taken was, was away from that. The, the seed was still in me. And I, I felt, I didn't understand it then, but I, I know now that it was the Lord. Mm -hmm. uh, at the age of 18, I decided to, to uh, you know, go back to church, uh, com you know, full, completely. And uh, I was pregnant with my first child. And I remember that at the age of 18, I started going to this little Spanish church I started paying my tithes. I started, you know, uh, uh, wanting to know more of God and draw near to him. I remember that was a year that I got filled with the Holy Spirit, you know, at an altar during prayer. And um, that was a significant year in my life. Um, I had my son at that moment. Um, my husband wasn't serving the Lord. Uh, I went there faithfully for a couple of years, I would say like seven years. Wow. Um, yeah. And um, my husband was raised up different. He didn't know. And, you know, he wasn't raised in church. He was Catholic by word. And, uh, but, you know, when I began to draw near to the Lord, as I felt him, you know, calling me, um, I remember wanting to see my husband come to the things of God, wanting to him to feel like I felt, you know, to, to, uh, and so I remember praying and I remember believing for him, but it was a little difficult for him because it was a Spanish church and he didn't speak Spanish uh, then. And so I, I served faithfully there for since I was 18 till, you know, my early 20s. And I remember what I felt of the Lord. I, I really felt of the Lord and because in me, like I didn't want to leave, but I knew that if my husband wasn't coming with me because he didn't speak Spanish, that I needed to find a place where, where there was, it was, you know, they had English service. Yes. And I remember knowing that it was, it was time. It was time for me to move. And I needed to be in a place where my husband can come and, and, and learn with me because he would tell me that he wanted to, but he didn't speak Spanish, but you know, he would come certain times with me. He understood it, stood it a little bit. And so anyways, we made a move. We ended up going to another church where it was English, but you know, uh, there wasn't no more commitment and, 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 you know, and anyways, so in 2004, I remember, this is when I felt the Lord call me. I remember that I was in my garage. We had just bought a house. We had everything. And, um, it looked like we had everything. But we had gone through so much, right? And uh, I, I, we were no longer, you know, uh, uh, serving 100%, I would say, and be honest. But I remember, Pastor Joey, that in my garage, 
I remember that day. It was a, a summer in July in 2004 that the presence of God just came upon me. My husband was outside cutting the grass. And I remember that the presence of God just came upon me so strong. And I just began to weep. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I didn't understand it all, but I felt within myself that the Lord was calling me and drawing me to himself once again, but even at a greater level. And so I remember that I began to weep right there in my garage in that summer. And then my husband comes and he's like, what's wrong with you? And I said, George, I said, you know, I, 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 I don't know what's happening, but I feel, you know, the Lord is just, you know, tugging on me, calling me. I want to serve the Lord a hundred percent. I want to be all the way in. And, uh, uh, um, you know, and then right there and then I just began to, to make things right. I just began to say, you know, I love you. I want to, you know, you're my husband. You know, we had gone through things in, in our marriage and, and, and that, that had kept us in bondage. And I was like, you know, I, 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 for, I, I always, I, I began to say, forgive me. I forgive you. And then, you know, I want to serve the Lord all the way, uh, 100%. And so I, I, I just remember going to inside the house and I went into my closet and I just got on my knees. I just began to, you know, to cry. And I felt like the Lord came upon me and he just hugged on me and was loving on me. And he was like, began to cleanse me. If, you know, the price that was paid, the blood that was shed, it was no longer just words. It was becoming a living reality in me. And I remember the Lord doing it, like, I felt like he was purifying me. And I was there, not even, Pastor Joey, not even five minutes. And I remember that as I was on my knees crying, the Lord was just loving on me. And, 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 and just his mercy, his goodness, his grace, the reality of what he's, he did for me, you know, yeah. uh, was becoming so real on the inside of me. Uh, I remember the thing that I had, like, tried so hard to make happen for for us for our family the moment that i got serious with god and men business with god that is the moment the breakthrough came my husband i i i was on my knees and i was crying and my husband came and i felt his body next to mine and he was on his knees and he said sandy he said i want to serve the lord 100 percent with you and i was like praise the lord (laughs) so quick you know and so i feel like in 2004 was the beginning of what God had in store of what God was going to be showing me that I will be doing. So immediately right there. And then, uh, he said, you know, I want to, I want to serve the Lord with you hundred percent. And so, right. We had just moved into the neighborhood. Somebody from his past, uh, an old friend comes and says, man, let me tell you how Jesus, I heard you moved into the neighborhood. Let me, t- I just want to share with you. Jesus changed my life. I want to invite wow. you to come to church. And I, it was all back to back. And I remember telling George, let's go. Let's, I mean, this is perfect. Let's go. Let's go visit the church. And my husband, though, he, you know, he was like, okay, let's go. And so Pastor Joey, we went, uh, we went. And uh, I remember the pastor uh, during the service, it was our first time visiting. And he called us and he called us to the front and he said, uh, George, you know, he called us 
to the front and we went up there and he began to speak a word over us of what the Lord will be doing and using our lives to do. Uh, and then he uh, blew at us and said, receive the Holy Spirit. And we both fell. My husband fell, started wow. speaking in tongues. And Amazing. so after that, I remember that we just were hungry for the Lord. We just got committed to the Lord. We started attending church. We started serving. And, in, and I believe it was around a couple of months after that, that I was in my room and I was just praying. I was worshiping the Lord. And I remember, Pastor Joey, that the call of God came to my life. Wow. I remember that I was there and the Lord said to me, not in an audible voice, but I was just there praying, worshiping the Lord, just, just, you know, praying in the Holy Ghost. And I remember that the presence of God came upon me and the Lord began to tell me, he said, Sandy, not in an audible voice, but in an inward knowing that it just was so real. Mm -hmm. He said, look at your hands. And I remember I, I would, I would, I was looking at my hands and I had tears just coming down my face because mm -hmm. it was so real. And he said, look at your hands. And he says, those are my hands. Wow. He said, he said, look at your feet. He said, those are my feet. He said, touch your mouth. And I'm there weeping and crying. And, and he said, that is my mouth. And, wow. I, and I'm going to use it to proclaim my gospel. Wow, he said, your feet will go where I tell you to go. Your hands will, you know, will, will go and will lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. And so right there, the Lord said, you belong to me. I've chosen you and mm -hmm. I'm going to use you. To, to, for this, for your generation. And, wow. and right there, Pastor Joey, I knew and I felt like the Apostle Paul said, I've been crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, but Christ lives in me. And this life that I live now on this earth, I live in having faith in the Son of God who loved me and who gave himself up for me. I knew right there and then Sandy's plans were done. I knew that Sandy's, what Sandy thought was gonna, she was going to be doing was no more. It was going to be submitting to the will of God for my life. And that was the beginning of me knowing that God had chosen me and called me to wow. preach the gospel, to train people and to raise up people and, 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 and to help. So I love that. I love how the first thing, like in the beginning of that story was that the Lord brought you and your husband to a place of unity to a place of reconciliation, you know, and, and getting the household right, like was the first step in, in the segue of that moment where he called you into full-time ministry, you know, and even as we're addressing like women in ministry, it's so beautiful to see that the Lord's heart was for a husband and wife to be reconciled and on the same page. And, you know, the work of the Lord uh, being uh, evident in both of your lives. And, you know, that's just, amazing and beautiful. And I love the calling of God upon your life that, that, you know, it reminds me of Matthew 28, the great commission. Yes. You know, and I love John Bevere just recently said, of course, you know, he was speaking about women in ministry and he said, you know, women, uh, the commission is your permission, you know, the great commission <laughs> is your permission so to good. preach the gospel, but it says go in and, and make disciples, you know, do, do all these things in my name. And that reminds me of like the, the direct call that he had upon, you know, your life. And in that moment that it was either obedience or disobedience for you. That's right. And that's right. So good. So, so tell me, so you're the lead pastor of power love church. Now uh, tell me about your husband's role and, and you know, where he's at in the ministry. Well, my husband's number one role is to take care of me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love your husband. He's so amazing. Sandy. He is. He's, he's, uh, don't let his quietness uh, fool you. No. <laughs> 
but he, you know, he's, he supports me. He takes care of me. He backs me up. Uh, uh, most of the time where you see me, you're going to see him, you know, and uh, he's there for me. Uh, he, you know, he's, he's involved, maybe not uh, in front of the scenes, but he's involved behind the scene. Support. Yes. Yes. The support, especially for me. And um, he helps, he helps me, especially, you know, even with men at the church. So that's good. That's really good. So I'm sure in being a lead pastor that is female, like, do you get a lot of like slack or is everyone just kind of like, you know, and like cool with it? Like, uh, what is that like as being the the main pastor of the church and being a female? You know what? I think, I think, I think God, Pastor Joey, that in my case, um, uh, I, I really haven't had trouble. Yeah. Um, you know, um, I just, I'm thankful for that, that, that I know sometimes when people come, they kind of, it takes them a little bit like they, 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 they don't, they don't look at me. They'll look at my husband, people that don't know, you know, or visit, but when they find out or they see me, then, then, then it's, it's great, you know? So I really haven't had much trouble. You know, you have, you have, I mean, I, I have people that come and they get, you know, they, they, they come maybe like the spouses, like wives, they come, you know, and their husbands don't come at the moment or, or just family members that like, don't, um, that have something to say because, you know, the pastor is a woman, but pastor Joey, the moment they visit and, and it all changes, yes, That's right. they, they, you know, they be, they, they sit during a service and they forget I'm a woman. So, (laughs) and I, I, you know what, you can attest to this. I'm sure people can like feel the spirit that that you are like, you know, a woman of God that you're not like, I feel like, I feel like the world mixes up like that feminism movement that's in the world and like tries to translate it to the church. And, you know, I'm a woman in ministry and I did a podcast with my husband a couple weeks ago on like how it is to release your wife into her calling. And, you know, really, um, you know, understanding that, that we are women who submit to God and to, you know, our husband and and have a spiritual covering too, you know, that, that we're not just, um, you know, I've heard women, you know, bless their hearts, you know, try to say that there's some glass lid in the church that just because they're a woman and, and that's never been my case, but I, you know, I feel like I've, I've always submitted unto my husband and, and, and unto the Lord and, and we're under a spiritual headship and, and, you know, I know, um, that you have, you know, spiritual covering and, yes. um, even, uh, Beth Moore, who was just attacked, of course, uh, for being a woman in ministry. I know, you know, she would, her husband's not in full-time ministry, but before she preaches every time she goes to him and she like has him bless her as she goes out onto the stage, like women who understand authority, who understand, sure. you know, who are submissive, that we don't carry that spirit of like, I am woman, hear me roar kind of Absolutely thing. not. <laughs> so, so why don't you speak into that a little bit about, you know, spiritual covering and, and all of those things. So, well, you know, uh, um, it, it is a big movement right now in the world, you know, the sheep power and, and this and that, but you know, in the ministry, uh, the authority that God places on a woman is the call of, you know, through the call that he's called you. And so there comes an authority in that, but not, you know, in ministry, but like you said, you know, at, at there, there's also principles that God places in, 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 you know, like for a husband and a wife and, and we, and I understand that. And if, you know, every once in a while, 
I'll, I'll call my husband up and I'll, you know, honor him and, 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 you know, and, and, and he'll, he'll share a few things, but even us, you know, we have a spiritual covering. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, I, in, in, um, in 2020, I mean, I'm sorry, I don't want to get confused on the question. Pastor yeah. Joey, so no, like even how uh, maybe uh, Pastor Rodney Howard Brown yes. plays a role. You, in oh, for sure. Uh, in 2012, Pastor Rodney uh, licensed us, and uh, um, you know we we came in contact with this ministry, which has been a total blessing to our lives. It changed. It, it they've been such a blessing in every area, and we understood that we we needed to have that spiritual covering. Yeah. And uh, um, in 2012, Pastor Rodney licenses, and in 2014, he ordained us. And so, you know, we're uh, we're affiliated with his ministry, and uh, you know, he's there our spiritual covering. And so, and I consider him as our pastor. George and I consider him as our pastor, our spiritual covering. You know, if if I have any questions or need anything, I, you know, he's reachable, and we and we can reach him, reach him. So, so it's 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 a must. You must have that. Yeah. So accountability as well. Yeah, and I love it. And you know, really, we're going to dive into the scriptures here in a minute. But all throughout the scriptures, I feel like people take one or two scriptures and, uh, you know segregate them from the rest and say, you know, right. well, be a ministry, but you know, even as this topic became hot, I, you know, dove a little bit more even into the scriptures. Cause every now and again, we'll have some person be like, why are you preaching? You know, you're a woman or whatever. And at the end of the day, you know, man didn't call me. I have to give an account to God. And right. I'm sure, you know, as a woman in ministry, like uh, the number one voice I have to overcome isn't maybe some person on Facebook that's upset that I'm a woman or that's even right some minister that comes out against women in ministry, the number one voice I have to overcome is my own voice. So like, my own doubts. so once I overcome those doubts, it doesn't matter what anyone thinks. It's, it's, you know, it's the Lord who has called me um, under the submission of my husband. We have spiritual covering that we, you know, answer to. So, so really, you know, let's, let's dive into a little bit about what the word of God says and maybe like even debunking some people's philosophies or, you know, bringing understanding and clarity to what okay. it says about women being in ministry. Okay. Do, do you want me to, do you want me to go for start? it? Go for it. <laughs> You well, on. you know, everybody takes the the first Timothy two, where Paul, the apostle says, you know, that women are not to teach, you know, and but we, you know, like you have to understand the the the, the scripture, and you can't just take one scripture and just take it out of content, and you know, because you can look at the scriptures, and you know, Christ Jesus came to 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 change, bring a new way. The Bible says, and He says it in Galatians um, uh, three, you know that um let me just go there real quick yeah glory to god <laughs> it says in, in in galatians 3 28 or 26 for for you are all children of God through faith in Christ Jesus and all who have been united with Christ in baptism have put on Christ like putting on new clothes. There is no longer Jews or Gentiles, slave or free, male or female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. So, you know, um, I love what um, Till Osborne says when or and then Acts 2. Acts 2, where it's 17, where it says, In the last days I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, your sons and your daughters, they will prophesy. They will, you know, proclaim, they will preach. And uh, I like what Till Osborne says, you know, he says that 
the Holy Ghost doesn't recognize male or female, yeah. you know? And so, you know, he says that we're, we will prophesy, that we will, you know, proclaim, we will speak. And you can also look, you know, in different scriptures in the Bible where you see um, women preachers, you see, you know, apostles, prophets and uh and even uh, right alongside of paul like uh, we can talk about it in a second but even paul he recognizes women in the ministry in those verses that you just read i actually had written down which is great but you know it's funny as i was looking at them i looked at them because some people would be like oh you know it's the translation or the version like it doesn't matter ni niv nlt esb king james all you know say the same thing about those two yeah. scriptures that you just read so that's right yes so good. Yes. Yeah, so let's talk about that. Even the apostle Paul, who, you know, is quoted as saying women, sh women shouldn't teach, you know, the word, you know, goes on in Romans 16. And he, he says, right. I, I commend to you, uh, my sister, Phoebe, a deacon of the church. I ask you to receive her in the Lord for she has been a benefactor of many people, including me. So he's, he's saying that Phoebe is a deacon. She's in leadership and he's saying, receive her you know, basically she's, she's doing the work of the Lord with me. So, That's you know, right. so all throughout the scripture in the new Testament, even Paul, who people kind of isolate as someone who doesn't want women in ministry is, is speaking of these women. And he goes on, um, you know, he, and even in that same verse in, in verse three, in the same chapter, he says, greet Priscilla and Aquila and my coworkers in Christ Jesus. That's right. <laughs> That's right. And even in, in um, I love the Dake study Bible on where it talks about Philip the evangelist and uh, in Acts chapter 20, 21, where he talks about, you know, his daughters that were, that, that were prophets, Yeah, you know, yeah. And, 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 or they prophesied. And so once again, you know, they, they were, they were preachers, you know, they were preachers of the gospel. Um, the Bible where it talks about in the book of Matthew 28, I think it's one of the golden ones where it says that, you know, Mary Magdalene was the first one that was sent out to proclaim, to tell, That's you know, right. go tell the, 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 the disciples that Jesus is alive, you yeah. know? And even the Samaritan woman, she the Samar I have the Samaritan evangelized woman. the whole village, you know, she evangelized, she turned the whole village around, you know, and in fact, it's that scripture that Jesus said, the workers are, the laborers are few, like look at the harvest. And this woman is actually a laborer in the harvest. So that's right. And the Bible says that many believed, many believed in the village because of her proclaiming, uh, you know, Jesus. So she was a proclaimer of the gospel as well. So good. So good. Well, <laughs> so what would you, what would you tell someone who is maybe a young woman or a woman who feels called into the ministry, but they maybe are struggling through some of these things? Like, am I called? Can I be a pastor? Can I be an evangelist? You know, I'm not married, or maybe my husband doesn't feel, uh, you know, called to that full-time role platform ministry. What advice would you give them? Well, you know, I would say number one, you have to be confident in the call of God. You have to know that you're called and, uh, uh, and you have to have, you know, like, like the call of God is, shouldn't be questionable. It shouldn't be questionable. Just like the touch of God, you yeah. know, you can't, you can't question has God did, 
have I really been touched by God? It's like when you, Jesus touches you and he changes your life, it's unquestionable. Right. Like you, know, you, when, you should when, have a time and a date like that. You, you should have a Jesus. time and a date yeah. that that happened. Like I can, I can, I just spoke to you earlier about those specific moments in my life where mm -hmm. I knew they were significant, life changing. And, and the fruit of it is the, 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 the fruit of that, that, you know, I did, receive that touch i did receive the call is you know what god did did in my life after that the the seriousness that i took upon that mm -hmm. and so you know you you have you have to know that god has called you and you have to be confident in that call and and once you are you know you have to submit yourself to the word of god but you mm -hmm. also like i think people especially women you know if if you're a woman and you know that the lord has called you and maybe your husband doesn't you know is not on the same page you have to be so confident that God is going to help you out, that God is going to help him see. But, yeah. but you still have a role of a wife to play. You, ha you still have to submit to your husband. You're not, his, you're not the one that's going to change him. It's going to be, you know, the, 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 your, you, you know, the love, your actions. With the, when the call of God is upon your life, you draw near to the Lord. And, and when you draw near to the Lord, the Lord helps you not just in the ministry area, but you know how to be the wife, how to be the mother. And there's an anointing and a grace in that, 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 that will turn everything around for you. Like, you know, look at my, in my case, you know, I knew the Lord had called me, but yet at the moment, everything wasn't, uh, you know, right. And, and, but, but, but God is faithful. You know, the Bible says that he who calls you is faithful mm -hmm. and he will do it. And so, you know, uh, uh, God will do it for you, but you, you have to walk in love. You have to submit as well, you know, to, to the call of God and, and, and to your spouse, you know, but, but number one is be confident in the call of God, you know, uh, submit yourself, you know, to the word of God. Um, never stop serving, never stop growing and allow God to continue to do the work in your life. And, and, and he's going to help you in those areas that, you know, you might, you might not know how is it all going to work out for you? How is, you know, how, how, how is it going to, you know, the, how is, how is he or anything else, you know, going to, going to align with what God has called me to do. He who called you is faithful and he will do it in every area. As long as you keep your heart right, as long as you do your part, God will do his part. So good. And how important would you say, like, if a woman feels called into full-time ministry to seek that spiritual covering? Um, you know, I, we have a, a pastor over us, even though we're pastors of a church. You have a pastor. I've had women evangelists on uh, the podcast. They have a spiritual covering uh, in their life. So how important would you uh, say to a, a young woman, a woman who feels called to ministry to find that spiritual covering? Well, I would encourage them to, first of all, I mean, it, you have to belong to a, you have to have a local church. You have to have a pastor. Mm -hmm. You have to have a pastor, you know, a local church where you have accountability, yeah. where you have commitment, where you plant yourself, you know, and, and, and prepare, you know, there, before, you know, the call comes, but there has to come a time of preparation, mm -hmm. you know, of preparation. Uh, uh, and, and I, and I, I would just encourage them to get plugged in to a Holy Spirit filled church, you know, where they have a pastor over them, where they learn submission, you know, 
where they, where they can grow, um, you know, and, and, and allow God to begin to build their character and, and prepare them for what is ahead, you know, if, 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 you know, and so there has to be that moment of preparation. So, and and on a practical note, Pastor Sandy, being a woman in ministry, um, practically, like even as women, like, um, you know, even that advice, like about modesty and you're on the platform and how you conduct yourself, speak into that for a minute, because, you know, you are a woman up there. So like as a pastor, already yes. as a pastor, how do you carry yourself? Well, yeah. And how you dress matters and, and all of those things. Social well, it, it's very important. I, I believe that, especially as being a woman pastor, it is very important uh, you know, the way you carry yourself from the way you dress and the positions that you place yourself in. You know, I, I learned at a, at a early age to, you know, to use the help of the Holy spirit, even in, in, in the things, you know, of course, the things that I do and the things that I, even in in the the way I dress, Mm -hmm. you know, I never want to hinder be a hindrance. I want to be a blessing and that's in every area of life. So, you know, you, there is a way that you have to carry yourself, um, you know, in the way that you dress, um, um, you know, not only in the way that you dress, I would always, I would pray, Pastor Joe, I'm just going to be honest. I would yeah, pray. Be honest. I pray. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Be real. Right. And I would, I, you know, I would say, Lord, Holy Spirit, help me even in the things in the outfits and in, in things that I wear and the Holy Spirit helps you in every area. Right. And there'll be moments that I'll put something you know, I would, I would put something on and it'll be like, no, nope, that's, that's not going to work, you know? Yeah. And so, and, and you obey in every area. That's good. And, and, and also as a woman pastor, you know, I never, I'm very careful to put myself, I've learned a lot, Pastor Joey, and I'm still learning a lot. You know, I've heard Lester Summer, I'll teach on some things and, you know, Daisy Osborne, Till Osborne, and, and even from the men and the woman of God now. But, um, you know, I, I never, um, I do my best to never put myself in a position that is, it, you know, a bad position, like being, being, you know, by myself, you know, in a room with a man yeah. or, or, you know, leaving the door open or having my husband there. And so just little things like that, you know, they matter. And, you know, you have to protect yourself. You have to protect the anointing and, and the call of God in your life. You cannot have, you know have open doors in any kind of way. So that's good. And that's I good advice that for man and woman and, and men and women. And for ministry, sure, you know, just creating yeah. those safety boundaries and, and all of that now. So, um, you know, as we're closing out on our time together, like how much do you think obviously media, social media blows up topics? Like I, I, the, the encounters that I've had, as well as you said, are few and far between of anyone having an issue with women in ministry. So, you know, um, just speak into that for a second. I feel like this is my personal opinion and you might feel the same, but you know, I feel like it's kind of blown out of proportion. Like maybe one person said something in a small, uh, minute group of people might feel that way. But, but overall, I feel like very received in uh, to the church. My voice feels valued even, you know, as a woman. So why don't you share too, just your opinion on that? Well, I think like, um, you know, you, it's like, it only becomes things that become a big deal is only what you allow to be a big deal in, in, in your life. So you have to, once again, you just have to, you know, be confident in the calling of God in your life. And, and 
you know, anything else that is going around, it's like, you know, you, you're, you're, you have to take authority of, of making sure that things on the outside don't affect what God has called you to do, That's right. you know, and, and I always say things that become a, a big deal in our lives, in our personal lives, it's just due to our lack of knowledge, That's right. you know, and so we have to, we have to protect ourselves in, in being confident in what God has called us to do. And, and, you know, if we ever get to a point where we feel a certain way, we have to just, you know, shake it off and, and get back to that place where we, you know, we know what, what, what God called us to do and, and be confident in that, you know, I, I, I'm not going to lie, Pastor Joey, because I'm not a liar, but, you know, (laughs) but, you know, even, even, it, it, at the beginning, I'm, I'm more free than ever mm. in, in, in what God has called me to do. I'm more confident than ever, even than when I first began, you know, because, be, I, because I had to get to that point myself where, you know, I, I, my, like you said, our own voice, our own voice is what, it's what affects us the most, you yeah. know? And so I had to, I had to, you know, get to that point where like, I know that I know that I know I I'm confident in the call of God in my life and, 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 and not be ashamed of it, you know, um, um, just, just be free in it. And so, and I, and I made up my mind that people's opinions or what people have to say, it's, it's, it's not going to affect in me, you know, my life in any kind of way. I hope that helps. No, it does. Into into okay. unity within the body. You know, we don't fight like the world fights. We don't make issues out of feminism and like no, no. like we're walking unity. So you exactly. know, to not meditate and stop and and let this become an issue within the church. I feel like that would be pure uh, silliness and really letting the enemy have a heyday. You know, we above anyone else should walk in unity and love and forgiveness. And you know what? One person might feel that way. A small sect of people might feel that way. But we go to the Word of God. Exactly. Truth in it, and you know, we we just keep walking. We just keep walking, and and That's any that you know, women have a glass ceiling, and that 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 we're looked down upon. Like, you know, you just need to really dispel those arguments and say, this "That's is right." Says that hasn't been my experience. That hasn't been your experience. No. And really, not to to major on the minor, but but to be a reflection of God's kingdom of unity and peace and love. So. That's right, Pastor Joey. Yes. You're amazing. You're amazing. You're amazing. Any words of wisdom, Pastor Sandy, before we wrap up today? Well, you know, um, remain confident in your calling. And, and the way I do that is the fruit, the lives that are being changed, the lives that are being impacted, you know, that, you know, God never leads you into anything that he's not going to increase it or he's not going to grow it. And, you know, since the, the day that the Lord called me and, and, and just to see the hand of God up, upon my life, upon the people that, you know, that, that have been impacted by the gospel, uh, um, that just puts a fire on the inside of me to, to keep on going, uh, to keep on running the race, to fighting the good fight of faith. There's so much work to be done. And, and God, is, God is calling people. Many are called, but few are, you know, many are called, but few are chosen. And so you have to say yes to the call. You, you can't wait to everything is in order. You can't wait to, you know, uh, figure things out. 
when God calls you, he doesn't show you everything. And it's okay that you don't know how everything is going to play out. You know, like he told Abraham, come, go into a place that I will show you. Yeah. Uh, Abraham was more confident in that he heard the voice of God, that he knew it was God without a shadow of a doubt because he had a relationship with him okay. and he obeyed him. And as he went, God began to, then, then the vision came, you yeah. know, of how it was going to happen. And so, you know, don't sit around, you know, mm -hmm. uh, 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 draw near to God, get plugged in. If the Lord has called you, you know, he'll bring it to pass, but it's not just going to happen because the word of the Lord came. It's going to happen because you're going to say, yes, you're going to obey. You're going to position yourself and you're going to trust God that Amen. he will do it. So, so, okay. um, you know, it, it's, there's such a reward, you know, it, it is, there's such, it's such it, it, it's such a reward to serve the Lord. It pays to serve the Lord Amen. and every soul, every life change, every, you know, you, we have people that come, you know, we've seen restorations, drug addicts being set free, uh, um, you know, uh, of every kind, people that would come with dr drugs in their sock and, and, and that people don't want religion. People want real, yes. you know? And so, and you know, when the call of God comes, just know, be, be sure that it's the call of God, position yourself, draw near to the Lord, serve and continue to grow in him and allow him to build you up because the, the vision comes, but it's for an appointed time and it will not delay, but it will speak for itself at the end. And that is, I, I see it. It's speaking itself for itself, you know, in these days. And, and I can't wait to see what the Lord will continue to do and to see the people that he will continue to raise up and, and use for such a time as this. So That's right. If he used a donkey, I'm sure he, he could use some. Praise the Lord. I, I always <laughs> say that. You know, I would say, if God introduced a donkey, yeah, I shouldn't feel bad because he picked me. <laughs> and children, right? I mean, it's just beautiful yeah. to see, you know, all we're all called to this last day's harvest. So it's been a pleasure having you and you can preach. I could have just like let you preach Pastor on that Joey. for a while. So oh, well, we love you so much, you. Pastor Sandy. So thanks. I for love you too, us. Pastor Joey. Yes. And thank you for having me. It was yes. such an honor. <laughs> okay. Pastor Sandy Garcia from Power of Love Church. Check her out. She is amazing. And you can't, I don't know if you can see her or not, but she is absolutely gorgeous. Beautiful woman of God. So thank, thank you so you. much for joining us. And we will talk to you next time on the Mrs. Rev podcast. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks again for joining us for the Mrs. Rev podcast. Once again, do us a favor and subscribe, but also leave a review and a rating. If you have any comments or questions, we'd love to hear from you. So after you subscribe, request to join our closed Facebook group and feel free to leave your questions there. Have an amazing week and we'll see you next time for another episode of the Mrs. Rev podcast.